Welcome to the Dad's Night Podcast, where ridiculous becomes reality. We're your dad hosts, Chris Parrish. And Tommy Reed. Now, uh, this is an exciting day. We've been thinking about this for a while. This is our Groundhog Day episode. Uh, as we know, today is February 1st, so tomorrow, I don't know, we find out some stuff on the news. And Good morning, America. That's right. Usually, it's going to bring spring sooner or this big winter freeze right now that the East Coast is going through a little bit longer. Yeah, and that's uh, of no concern to us either way. No, because we are living in Flip Flop City, Manhattan <laughs> Beach, California. So we are uh, Manhattan Beach's number one podcast uh, for the second year in a row. This is also our first episode. Uh, we've done many more episodes before. This is the first one we're recording, so we're really excited to just dive into it. How's your week going? It's going really well. Um, I'm excited for these segments we have here. Um, yeah. So obviously, I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Hit me. Things you wish you knew as a dad. Like, meaning like, okay... Costco runs. Yeah. We all do. Mm-hmm. We have to do them. Some, well, guys like me, I love it. Love Costco. Do you have any tips or tricks you have there? Yeah. I mean, really, the number one thing is to just keep an eye on the gas line. Uh, if you drive up and you see a long gas line, it's time to come back to Costco another day. Number two, always go to the far left. Um, usually they funnel traffic at the end by all the food on the right side. That's for schmucks. You want to go all the way to the left, almost by the entrance, you're going to get a shorter line there. And then uh, this comes from my grocery store days, but you want to judge the wait time based on the number of customers, not the amount of items in a cart. Because Hmm. actually, uh, the amount of people going through the line will make it longer than one person with a loaded cart. Ah. Yeah. That's free advice. That is. Free advice I'm giving out. (laughs) You just got to download the podcast and just like us for that one. (laughs) All right. So, listen, here's the big thing. Obviously, tomorrow, Groundhog's Day. We're super excited for that. Um the second thing is you are, uh, you've are you got a special trip coming up. I do. Um, well, let's just go back to Groundhog's Day. Yeah. It's Honestly. my buddy's birthday, and it's also something uh, special in your life. It's your buddy's birthday tomorrow? Yeah, it is. Jimmy Ooh. Taylor. Turns 48. Ooh, JT. Yeah. Yeah, I met my wife uh, on Groundhog Day 17 years ago. Lucky man. Yeah, and she, uh, I think it's fitting. I've basically given her the same day uh, ever since. <laughs> Mixing in a couple kids. There you go. Yeah. Beautiful family. <laughs> You got got a lovely home. Oh, yeah. We are in the uh, garage, by the way. This is the uh, original Dad's Night Podcast studio. Also known as HQ. HQ. Um, I'm pretty proud of it. We'll post some pictures on the uh, Instagram account. Uh, There's a big Michigan flag behind us. I know you're happy about that. We should probably lay a little bit of groundwork right now. So you have two big tenors here. Big ten. You have the Ohio State University being represented by me, Tommy Reed. Yeah. Alumni 97, Eddie George days. Eddie George. And you haven't stolen anything since you got here. That's a big, uh, that's a big deal. <laughs> Just your heart, Chris. <laughs> uh, we should bring up the elephant in the room, which is a good friend of ours. Uh, recently just took a job with Ohio State. Uh, Justin Fry. Oh, uh, man, we are getting those big linemen. Well, I just, you know, he's probably exhausted right now from stabbing me in the back. So hopefully he uh, recovers in time for listen, recruiting. Listen, Harbaugh's already interviewing in Minnesota. Speaking of Minnesota, <laughs> I, 
That's where I'm going this weekend. This is, everything's so bad. Two things I love are going to Minnesota right now. Well, I hope one of them comes back with tasty beer. But you are uh, you're flying into Minneapolis. We are flying into Minneapolis, then going three hours north mm. to Lake Pequot. Oh. And doing it's a little, this uh, time here. yeah, doing a little ice fishing, yeah, and then snowmobiling oh, with uh, be... nine of my fraternity brothers from uh, Ohio Are you going to wear Kirkland jeans? That's the question. If you're heading to Minnesota, you love know, Minnesota. There's all these classy, crazy terms like mutlocks. You know, I call them duck boots, but mm-hmm. like in Minnesota, they're mutlocks. And then they I have us, uh, and then there's some kind of like face gear that like it's like almost sounds like uh, the Greek baklava. It's yeah, it's a, a baklavaka something. So it's like. This you is, add in vodka yeah. into the mask, and then you get the baklava. Yeah, it's going to be a fun trip. You leave Thursday, Thursday back Sunday, and uh, very excited about it. I've never ice fish, or well, I've snowmobiled once and almost fell off a cliff in Whitefish, Montana. But that's a whole other story. Wait, oh. <laughs> Did you tell me this? I think uh, I was yeah. just in Whitefish and I almost snowmobiled into a tree. Well, see, there you go. It's a little dangerous up there in Whitefish. So you're flying into Minneapolis. You're going north to a certain city. Uh, which I forgot, but uh, some of the best beer in in the world is in Minnesota, from my standpoint. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. And that could go right into our next segment, which is something's brewing. Something's brewing. And something's brewing. Tommy Reed brought in some new beers for us to try oh, here today. Oh, look at this. Special beers. <laughs> it almost is Groundhog. So uh, every episode, we're going to go into something's brewing. We're going to feature some new beers. Yeah. Maybe you've had them, maybe you haven't. Yeah. So. Uh, I brought two beers today. Oh, I just hit this the beer exciting. into the microphone. I'm holding this up to the camera right now. Okay, here we go. So we have a Dave's a, a Dale's Pale Ale from Oscar Blues Brewery. I love that. Okay, so there it is. That's for me. That's for you. Yep. Let's talk about it. You are the beer connoisseur. You're the only person I know that brings an empty suitcase when he flies to the northeast and northwest and the Midwest, and you bring back hams and old style and mm-hmm. what are the odds that you can do that uh, this week? Pretty slim since I'm doing a carry-on. So okay, so that is slim. here we go. We have uh, a Dale's Pale Ale. I'll let Love you this. do the tasting first. Okay, six point five percent. Look out! That's a double banger right there. All right, uh, cheers. Cheers. Let me get a whiff of the uh, bouquet. Hmm. That's strong. That is strong. It's got hints of uh, beer in it, but that's refreshing coming after the high life. It is. I think it's almost too much of a meal for me. I like piss beer. Um, We're doing the right podcast. Yes, we are. Where'd you get this from? Uh, This is from our friends uh, that we're doing. Actually, you and I are doing a guest episode to Lobster and Beer. We're getting this? And we're getting this, and they're going to give us lobster rolls for us to taste, and then pair it with these beers. This is just one of the beers they shipped out to us. We should promote this podcast to all our listeners. That's right. Lobster and Beer, it's... uh, Great Maine Lobster mm. and Micro Beer mm. from Micro Breweries and mm. uh, Dale's Pale Ale is one of the beers that they shipped out and we'll is obviously feature more. Macro, I mean, I see this at Trader Joe's. Oh. But I'm a kind of highbrow. That's where I shop. That's tasty. Let's hurry up and slam this because I saw there's another beer. Oh, man. Try. If I could slam this, I might yeah. have gas. <laughs> so... We're drinking Dales. We're excited. We're going on lobster and beer. We got lots of stuff happening right now. Big agenda for 2022. I wanted to bring this up because you and I had a trip to Costco a couple weeks ago. I enjoyed it very much. We were uh, in and out in like less than 20 Well, minutes. we're professionals. Uh, and we were talking about vision boards for the year. That's which right. Which I think is very interesting. Now, 
I got into it a little bit with my wife when I got home because she has constantly told me to make a vision board and and I don't. And then you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, I got to do this. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she forgave me because it's Groundhog Day. But um, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about you know what you've got on your vision board for this year and what you're excited about and and how we can all help you. Well. I wasn't a believer in vision boards and kind of poo-pooed them until I made one last year that my wife uh, encouraged me to do so. And I would she's say she's a classy lady. She is. She's say. amazing. Yeah. She's definitely my, my better half. Yeah, way better. So I would say more than 50% of what I put on the board happened last year. Yeah, let's go through it because I want to recap this because it was very well, exciting. I, mean, I was involved in a lot of it, and that makes it interesting to me. I was focused and lost a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. And some projects uh, that I've been working on happened. Mm-hmm. Work went well, went yeah. really, I mean, things were popping and sh- moving and shaking for mm-hmm. work. Health-wise, we were all healthy. We took some trips. Um, just everything went well, except for the Buckeyes losing and not making it to the playoffs. You, you so. could set your watch to it every 10 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, now he's leaving. Um and then we had you through a successful bash, um, which was called uh, "Refresh My Memory." Dad's night, beef Dad's and night. bourbon, beef and bourbon. Dad's night. It was uh, an excellent time. I left at midnight because I got locked out of your house, and I felt like that was the right time. Well, I don't think anybody knew that anybody was locking anybody out at no, that it, time. But I mean, that's the that, so locks confused. So me. let's just talk about this for yeah. a second. It is so key. For dads to hang out with other dads and, and not go out to a bar, not yeah. not go out to like a restaurant, but to have a home event, yes, where you can enjoy other dads, your buddies, in your own home is just spectacular. And hugging, a lot of hugging going yeah. on. I mean, that's after usually the rounds of tequila that happens and the beer chugs. But in our case, we did a dad's night. We threw a beef and bourbon theme, so we and had just, a bunch just, of beef. Most of the listeners, this is an insight into what's going on because they've heard about this party, but they're not, they've not had the inside story on it. So what's really fun is that we make Dad's Night so special because we get sponsors. Mm-hmm. And we love asking for sponsorships. And, and getting that's it. another segment right there called The Power of the Ask. Yeah. If you don't ask for it, you're never going to know whether you get it or not. That's true. So why not ask for some crazy stuff? And where... You never know, because it sounds ridiculous, but it becomes... Reality. There it is. So, I mean, why not go after and ask for a sponsor? Why not get a bartender? Why not have a South Bay brisket company make some amazing briskets that can be... Best brisket I've had, by the uh, way. I've been to Texas. I've been all through the South. South Bay brisket company, the best I've had. Randy Wilson's briskets are by far the best, and I think he's going to be putting them on Gold Belly. But we'll have him in here for a guest on our our podcast here soon. Yeah, let's not blow but that episode. going back to Dad's Night, having a bunch of dads there, just getting together for a couple hours, it just is, is good fun. It brings you back to your days of, you know, bonding with your college buddies. And it's just, you, you're going to get some hazing going on. You're going to get some really good banter. Yep. And most of the time, you're going to have a lot of laughs. And I remember I it was going to be a classy event. It was classy. But uh, one of my favorite bonding moments was I just showed up uh, as I do. With a cooler full of garbage beer. And it was gone in about an hour. And people united over the bush lights and the keystones and the hams. People gotta love, love those hockey players. <laughs> you gotta love the LA Kings showing up at Dad's Night. I mean. So we don't want to talk about it today because it's it's in the distance and there's other events happening. But Dad's Night 2022 is going to be it's gonna be epic. It's going to be the hottest ticket in town. 
It is. And I could go to the Super Bowl in two weeks if I wanted to. I'm not even sure I'm going to Which I'm actually going. Yeah, man. I don't know if I'm going to be bothered. But I'm definitely not missing Daz Night. No, you, you, you can't miss Daz Night. And the theme for this year is going to be bad luau Hawaiian shirt. Oh, so I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. Ugly Hawaiian shirt theme. Mm. So Are we like, that sounds fun. Yes, it does. Did so, you workshop that? <laughs> so speaking of Super Bowl, yeah, I checked out the spread today. Like it, is it Rams having a home game against the Cincinnati Bengals? Mm-hmm. The spread's only four and a half for the Rams. For the Rams, yeah, they are the favorite. Mm-hmm. So America's I'm liking this. So if we're going to do our segment of sports betting talk right now, which is called. <clears throat> Two minutes with Tommy the Teaser and Parlay Parish. Double P. Here it is. Okay. Yeah. So real quick, there's a couple of things that I want everyone to take note on. And if you have a bookie or you have uh, you live in a legal state of gambling, go ahead and do this. Place a book. Place a bet. Shoulder tap somebody. How you doing? Look. Hey. The Rams are going to crush the Bengals. They're definitely going to win by four and a half. I think they're going to win by 13 or more. I think the Rams front defensive front line are going to crush the offensive line of the Bengals. The Bengals haven't invested in their front line in years. They got a and bad offensive line. They have a bad offensive line and with Donald, Von Miller, these guys are just going to come right in there. And I think that Ramsey's going to be all over all over Jamar Chase, so it's going to be T Higgins and Tyler Boyd they're going to be the guys to go to. Joe Mixon, if they run like they did get like San Fran against the the, the Rams, they have a chance but they don't have the same line as the San Fran. So I think the Rams are going to just crush. They're going to win a home game. They're going to be the second team to win a Super Bowl on their home turf Who's after the, the Buccaneers. Yeah, after the Bucks last so, year. So it'll be back-to-back. Who's the quarterback? Uh, some guy up Great north. quarterback. Also. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I haven't thought about the Super Bowl yet, the matchup. <clears throat> as a Cowboys fan, I'm conditioned to ignore this time of year. Mm. Uh, well. And it's going to be two weeks of hype, and I feel like the first – sort of shot at what the storylines are never pan out. I think Jamar Chase is one of my uh, – he's probably my most irrationally favorite person. Like, I love Jamar Chase. He's he's a superstar. Yeah. Um, big fan of him. Like the Rams. Live in L.A. Dr. Dre's doing the halftime show. I mean – It's going to be crazy. Are people just going to go to the Super Bowl just for the halftime show? I, I know mean, we we didn't have like there weren't this many Rams fans like a few weeks ago. No, it just I mean, seems like a nice thing to do on a Sunday. I am a Giants fan, and I bought my Oof. bandwagon Rams T-shirt. Mm. There's no question. Got it online halftime of the Rams Niners divisional championship, and when you uh, felt good about it. Yeah, I, I felt great about yeah, it. Yeah, because you don't want to make that purchase and then they lose, and now you just have a. Well, I could always return it, you yeah. know, but um, That's true. I enjoy it. There. So it's the new logo, too. So you have to you can't have the. Yeah. Old, yeah. And listen, this, this team has been behind the Rams for many, many, you know, three year periods. Have so, they? No. Well, they, I mean, they were in the Super Bowl a few years ago. People were behind them. And then, you know, whether they weren't, people got other things to do. And now they're behind him again. I love it. Just like the Lakers fans. They, I love the they, cycle you know, I love the cycle of L.A. sports. It's fantastic because yeah. none of us are from here. But I think that the Dodgers and the Kings have more loyal fans <clears> than the Rams. Kings have Matt. Hockey fans are always loyal. Yeah. So, uh, except for Ducks fans. So, if you're a Kings fan, you've always been a Kings fan. Yep. I appreciated the Kings growing up. Obviously, a Red Wings fan. It's been a rough 
seven years. It's been rough. We're on the up and up. But football just cracks me up. It's uh, it's fantastic. I was at a uh, some friend's house on Sunday watching the game, and I mean, you would have thought they've been Rams fans for twenty five years. But it's great. <laughs> Who cares, right? <clears throat> Who cares if you suffer or not? It's stupid. Are we, like, are, are we trying team... to just show the kids that you got to be loyal to something? No, or... because no. I'm a Cowboys fan, and mm. I'm not teaching my kids to follow the Cowboys. It's oh, yeah, a lifetime of heartache. It's fucking stupid. Oh yeah, it's tough. I put explicit torture. on our uh, iPad entry so I can say that word. Nice. Um, why root for a team that will never win? It's dumb. Well, you have bad owners, and that, that's the key right there. That's what, yeah. Okay, so let's go into a second bet for the <laughs> Super gonna Bowl. That was going to get dark. Okay? Yeah. yeah. It's going to get dark. Yeah, well, we need to change that. Yeah. So here we go. A favorite prop bet. And I know prop bets are stupid, but they are the most fun. I, okay? abso- I absolutely so fun. love prop bets. They're so, the best part of gambling. I mean, the coin toss, that's just too hard for me. You can either go heads or tails, obviously. But the national anthem, mm. over under, mm-hmm. if you do your research, mm-hmm. like Tommy the teaser just and did you have, today, by the way. I did. You spent all so day here, on it. Let me tell you something right now. In lieu okay? of earning money for your family. Go ahead. The national anthem sung by Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan mm-hmm. in last year's Super Bowl 55, mm-hmm. the over under was two minutes and four seconds. Last year. Last year. Eric Church. Eric Church. He's great. They came in at two minutes and sixteen seconds. Okay, you think he had money on so, it. So I don't know. Can I say I don't want to interrupt? See, you. that was a duet. That was a duet. I don't want to interrupt you. I just want to ask this question. I think about this every year. If you're, why wouldn't you, as the national anthem singer, throw a bunch of money down? And either way, like why don't they do that? I have no idea. I'm sure that the, the Fed is all over this. You think? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you you can't. You have to probably sign contracts. Or you, whatever is the confidentiality. Oh, yeah, Who yeah, knows? Yeah. But anyway. So that's why you have your parents. This uh, j- this th- this past week in the uh, AFC Championship game mm-hmm. in Kansas City, Ashante, 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 how do you Ashanti, say? Ashanti, the singer. Yeah, her. She, she did, did a song with she, Fat Joe. What's okay. love? Great tune. Fantastic. Yeah. Not on my playlist. Hmm. But she delivered the national anthem in two minutes. So she was under the two minutes and four seconds too. Yeah. So here we go. Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Mickey Guyton. One of your favorites. A country star is mm-hmm. singing the national anthem. Sports books all across the country have the over under at two minutes and four or five seconds. She sang the national anthem May 30th, 2021 in D.C. on Memorial Day. She sang it in a minute and 26 seconds. So my, wow. whole, my whole point is that, like, how can she even just take the time for 30 more seconds and she's still delivering it under two minutes? If what she was even... the, did you say the Indy 500? No, nope, I said um, just Memorial Day in D.C. And she was on some kind of ship. Was that at a or, sporting event? Or I don't know. Like a cruise? It, it was on YouTube. And if you, if, you, if you go to Mickey Guy in National Anthem 21, she sings it in rapid fire. So for me... Put down that Abe Lincoln. Put down that Andrew Jackson on the under yeah. on the national anthem. Tommy the teaser says under on the national anthem. I mean, take that's, it. Take that all, to the bank. Got to throw all your money at that. Do we have any other props? I mean, next week's episode we're gonna we're gonna probably spend ten minutes on this props. I haven't had time to analyze, but let me let me try to get one off the cuff. Give me some. Well, I mean, uh, you you have the favorites of the MVP. I'm probably gonna pick the Bengals. Okay, so then you would look at Joe Burrow or Joe Mixon or Jamar Chase as being your MVPs there. It's never going to be Joe Mixon. Okay, so 
quarterbacks usually have the, the the smaller yeah. ratings, and you know there's there's major upside if you pick a receiver. I mean, or, if Burrow wins with that offensive line, it's probably him. Yeah, that offensive line is atrocious. Yeah. I, th- I think Aaron Donald, which is a a, yeah. a prop bet, I like one him. and a half sacks. Will he get more than a one and a half sacks? That's the that's a prop bet right there. So you got to look at that one too. So there's a lot of fun things to look at, but again. Tommy the Teaser and Parlay Parish. We'll go over that next week, but just think about that national anthem under. Yeah. That's what we want to go for right now. I'm looking up Mickey Guyton. It says right here in Wikipedia, she's known for short anthems. There you go. Yeah, I made that up. All right. So we've covered, we're, we're, we're teasing our next week's episode a little bit, which I'm excited about, our prop bets. Yep. we got two weeks here yep. to wait for this game. Do you have any thoughts on the Pro Bowl? I never watch it anymore. Yeah, I just want to cover that. We're it's, on the same you page. Know, yeah, I think you keep it on in the background. Uh, we are actually, um, I'm right at the end of this Dale's Pale Ale. Let's see what else we got covered. All right. We have a Modern Times beer. Like that. This one's a sour beer, a tropical mm. fruit, Fruitlands. So here we go. This is our six, these are 16 ounces. Yeah, these are talls. These are tall boys. So here we go. Second beer for something's brewing. Modern times. California brewery down in San Diego. I like this. We feedback right away. Cheers. Nice. There you go. Sour. Oh, I'm out. That's candy. Yeah. That's candy. That's yeah. a, almost like a summer beer. I think it's a summer beer. Might be. Um, Tell mm. a quick story. I'm going to walk to the fridge. Hmm. Talk about your upbringing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, you know, I first met Chris Parrish at American Martyrs Preschool, and this guy had tattoos everywhere, and I was just like, why is this guy wearing a Michigan hat? I mean, he should just be arrested. I do have to say that you were uh, the first person to text me congratulations after we won this year. And what's crazy is I've known you eight years. (laughs) At no point have we ever won. It's been a great run. Oh, man. You know, we're, we're spoiled as Buckeye fans. We always just want to keep on crushing the cockroach of Michigan that we think you are and just step on it every time we can. When we lose, like, it's like, CJ, every, look, look, look what's happening in Ohio State. So many things got shuffled around. Coaches got fired. Now it's like we need another decade. Yep. C.J. Stroud, five touchdowns in the Rose Bowl? I think he had was? six. He had six. That's annoying. And it just didn't even, uh, yeah, you're right, six. Six touchdowns, and it's not even, like, a thing. It's it's uh, it's Ohio State, Alabama next year. I think that's what we have. We have, we have, I mean, Jackson Smith and Ajigba coming back. And, um, you know, we had the best freshman running back, and Travion Henderson. So, we, I mean, look, we could talk Ohio State, Michigan we rivalry all day. We got two wide receivers going first round. Yeah, so Garrett Wilson, I think uh, he's the one that's going to go, I think they said top 12. We'll see where he goes. And then uh, Chris Olave is supposed to go to the Raiders and pick 20. So we'll see what happens there. But, I mean, you have your uh, number two or number one pick, Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. who had a monster year. Monster. I think, We're going to have uh, two defensive ends going the first 10. Yep, yeah, because the Giants are looking at the other one, number 55. I can't say his name correctly. So Which if I have some more of these beers, I probably could. <laughs> You'd say something. Uh, what are you cooking, Tommy? What's on the menu this week? Now, I got to say, we came to your house last week, had a little shrimp scampi. That was delicious. It was fantastic. Um, I made some, uh, what did I make today? Pot stickers. Ooh, yum. I got a couple catering gigs coming up. 
So I got to start focusing on some stuff, some meals. Figure this out. I got one where I'm coming to deep fry. This year's about food for me. I want to do some. I love to be around people who cook as you do. I'll probably hit you up offline to help. Um, but, uh, you know, what do you got coming up? What are some recipes you're working on that you're excited about? My wife makes a really good shepherd's pie. That That's is, what we were talking about that last you week. You know, so, I mean, I'm you, excited about you that. had your cousin that was visiting from the UK. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, a good I'm shepherd's a British, pie. I'm a half British citizen. I should point this out. Well, I don't know what that really means for us all here. Yeah. But I'm Irish Italian, so look hey. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, shepherd's pie and a good, uh, you know, Tuscany lasagna is always really good. You know, that, and that's made with bachamel instead of cotta. It's a little bit. Lighter than the typical American lasagna. Those are always two of my favorites for the winter time. But Wait, time out, back up. It's lighter than American lasagna. Correct. So because what's in it? so it's it's just bachamel and meat sauce and 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 mozzarella cheese. Oh, sounds amazing. But it's the ricotta that makes the American one so heavy. Yeah. So we were gonna have a so chili you, cook-off for my birthday, but we had to get quick. Just, I don't want to go past this. So there's no ricotta in Italian lasagna. None. Never. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep, you have to have, have uh, Don make one and, and taste it. Yeah, no, it sounds like probably Friday. All right, go ahead. Moving on. So Chili cook-off. We were having a 48th birthday party for yeah. uh, for, for me. And yeah. It was really exciting. My wife was going to throw a 48th chili cook-off mm-hmm. that we were also going to um, enjoy the first two wild card games that Saturday. Yep. January 15th. But the outbreak just hit, and we didn't want to yep. have a super Everybody spreader event. Herpes. Everybody yeah. knew. Yeah, so we, we didn't want to have a super spreader so you know we went up to mammoth and instead and uh but we pushed it to march so yeah, march chili 12th. cook-off's a big thing here yeah. my wife is a, is a is a two-time winner uh well, she was a one-time winner when you guys got married no oh, jeez. yeah it's just a good figure of speech yeah um so a lot of politicking goes around with a chili cook-off yeah. in your house so you can't ever Say which one is yours, but you can encourage other participants to taste this chili. Yeah, because let's be—how many chilies do you think are they're going to be? Well, a record that we have set is twenty-two. So we had twenty-two chilies. So like the whole island is covered with crockpots, wow. and then you put some on the on the burners too. But I've never—I haven't cooked for this before, but uh, I got to know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah, I mean, it should really be sponsored by Rolades or Tums. Yeah, but I mean, uh, like Andy said yesterday, and Febreze. He, he can't. <laughs> Andy said yesterday he can't make it, but he wants to give me his recipe. So he's looking at me thinking I don't have a chili recipe. I was offended. He sh- should just drop his off. Yeah. And like have like just a dropped off. Is it good? I haven't had it. So like it's very subjective, you know. Yeah, so chilies, you know. But my thing is that don't put beans in your chili. I don't like no, beans it's in the Texas chili. style. Don't put beans in there. Yeah, just don't. If you want to be a winner, and don't make it so super hot that you're like flaming out of your nostrils. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, I made a chili yesterday. I had beans in it, but like I had, I got to feed my kids. You know what I mean? I wasn't sitting here going like this is some chili. I'm just like whatever. Jackals just eat. And how'd it go? Uh, they love it. They're oh, that's kids. Good. That's good. They got no taste. Well, no look, beans and not super hot. You know, I always think it's not a dad's night podcast without having some dadisms and yeah. some dad's wisdom. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Bullying. Bullying. Bullying's a big topic. Mm-hmm. It'll always be a big topic. Mm-hmm. There were bullies when we were growing up, but we didn't have social media like they do now. Yeah. 
my kids are nine and six. They're not really being bullied, but they're into that stage now where third graders going into fourth grade, fifth grade, boom, middle school hits. Mm -hmm. I know you have a daughter going into middle school Mm -hmm. age next year. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she's told you about bullying around. How do you handle bullying? And what's your advice for other dads? Uh, Martial arts. Uh, You know, it's interesting. I was bullied as a kid. And my mom would always tell me that that person's insecure or whatever. And like, that's not very helpful. I love my mom. God bless her. But that's not helpful in the, in the moment. And it's even harder when it's kids that you've known like your whole life. My daughter's 10. So like, I've known you since you were four. So like, why are you just all of a sudden excluding me or doing this or that? There hasn't been any uh, physical bullying yet. I noticed it in adults too. I think it's really just a, it absolutely. Uh, and again, it doesn't necessarily help kids at the time, although maybe a little bit to understand it, but like, yeah, people who are secure with themselves don't bully anybody and they don't talk down to anybody. Um, and you just need to, it's, it's tough to like have conversations where you're trying to, un, you're trying to explain to your daughter a little bit like how the world works. Cause like, it's, that's not a fun way for it to work. But the vast, vast majority of the kids and the people that you meet are not like that. Uh, and it's about trying to find like the high road or not taking it personally or just explaining to them that just, look, sometimes people are just going to come at you because maybe you've got something going on that they don't have. And sometimes, honestly, people are just assholes. That's great advice because you really don't know what is going on with that other person that is no. the bully. <clears throat> so to explain that to a child is very valuable. And that's what we want to do. We want to have an open discussion here on Dad's Night about yeah. topics that we all face as dads. It's a very dads. therapeutic podcast. It is. And but it sucks great. when Andy and I, uh, uh, I won't uh, say his full name, but let's say it was A. Norman. Uh, we're talking at the beach last week when we were there just about this sort of thing. And like you, you still feel like you're a new dad because you don't know what the hell you're doing ever. Then all of a sudden you're old enough to where the kids are going through some different stuff in school. And the other thing is like, you know, hey, did you, did you, you've known this kid and maybe you're taking something personally, but like also maybe they're just maybe having a bad day. And did you ever just say, hey, what's going on? Like some, I know with my daughter, that's been successful a couple of times, successful. Like it's a challenge. That's been helpful to just be like, hey, that person wasn't actually bullying. They're just, or they weren't being outwardly mean to you in front of a bunch of people. They're just having like a shitty day and that's not an excuse. Uh, but that's hard. It's hard to, you create this thing and then you think like, I can't imagine anybody possibly be mean to this person, but that's how, that's how the world could be sometimes. It's a bummer. And then I think most of the time you get older and everybody has their differences and you can always come together because we're mature enough to just have conversations like that most of the time. Like, screw it. Let's just have a beer. Like, we're all going through the same shit, you know, which is happening a lot right now. Like, everybody's going through the same shit. We're all on the same team. Yes. Yep. Um, well, that's great, Chris, and I appreciate that because uh, you know le- lessons learned from other dads is just a you know good advice for us all to just become better dads and better human beings. So appreciate that, bro. You're welcome. Well, I'm guys, just checking levels right now. I will. Uh... All right, go ahead. Well, we just want to uh, thank you for taking the time to tune in, and hopefully, you uh, tune in again next time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, you know, this is our. This is our 200th episode but the first one to be on we're we're so stupid 
to be to, to be on uh, audio. <laughs> How did we not record any of those? The first. The oh, I was like, wait, wait, were we just not recording this no, one? I think we are. This is like right gold. Now. I think right here. I'm not like a scientist. It looks like it though. <laughs> we need some more lights in this in this bad boy. <laughs> we'll have to donate some lights here. We're working on it. And folks, keep on donating your beers to be a sponsor of Dad's Night. Just keep, keep on, on sponsoring. Keep it on. All right. So here it is, the last word. We appreciate everything. You guys, you know, listening, taking the time to if you have any questions, you guys can email Dad's Night Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And we'll feature your question next next podcast. Chris is getting that. Domain right now. Gotta do it right now. Yeah, gotta do it right now. So, uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to listen to Dad's Night podcasts. Please like and share it with friends or 100 of them that you think would enjoy this ridiculous banter. Because, after all, Dad's Night is where ridiculous becomes reality. <laughs>